Hi! In this week's episode of Timeless Traveller, I will tell you how thanks to full-time travel are transformed from a hoarder to a minimalist. I am not an extreme minimalist and to some standards probably not at all, but travelling for a prolonged period of time with a backpack is extreme minimalism to me. So, if you'd like to know how to pack an apartment full of clutter into one backpack, this episode is for you. Let's begin. You're listening to Timeless Traveller, podcast with me, Patty, from Patty's Journey Within. I'm talking about long-term travel, vagabonding, and becoming the best version of yourself, no matter your age. Hello and welcome to the episode 2 of Timeless Traveller Podcast with me, Patty from Patty's Journey Within. I will tell you how I packed my whole life into one backpack prior to my travel and how I manage it on the road. A few months ago, I took on this adventure of a long-term travel and I've never done anything like this ever before. I have traveled and I have traveled solo before but I have never taken on a long-term travel with one backpack which basically holds all my belongings. I thought I am very well prepared. I watched all possible videos, read all the articles, like literally all the articles out there um, on long-term travel packing and how to get prepared. And I was pretty proud of myself as I was about to venture into the world. And some things worked really well and some didn't at all. I got rid of some stuff and then bought something else or sometimes I bought the same thing again, which happened a couple of times. I learn as I go and the limited space I have makes this learning quite intense. So let me tell you about my setup and what worked and what didn't work. Because I have pretty much overpacked from the very beginning. Packing for full-time travel, especially if you are unsure where you will end up travelling to, is pretty challenging. I don't have a set in stone itinerary. I left Portugal and currently traveling around Colombia. Next month I will end up in the tropics or up in the mountains so I will need to be prepared for any weather and any activity. Challenging? Yes it is. Creating a full-time travel packing list is pretty challenging. It is obviously much easier if you know where you're exactly going to travel to. For example, you know that you're going to travel in warm climates or you're going to do mainly hiking or just stay chilling on the beach. Uh, But if your itinerary consists of many countries with varying climates, this is where the challenge really starts. Also, you need to be aware that everything you will pack, you will have to carry on your back. This one backpack will become your life. And I am not one of those backpackers who travel around the world with a 30 or 35 liter backpack and one pair of shoes. I would love to, I am not lying. I would like to be one of those people that travel hand luggage only, but at the moment, I don't think it's possible. However, I aim to go pretty light, not heavier than 55 litres, with clothing and gear suitable for all weather conditions. 
and as light and versatile and reusable as possible. And I must say, at the moment, I travel pretty comfortably. I wouldn't take my backpack on a few hours hike in the mountains, but I can walk from the bus station up the hill to the hotel without dying or collapsing. So the bag I have chosen for my travel is 55 liters Osprey Fairview. This is a female version of Osprey Fairpoint and that consists of a 40 liter main bag and 15 liters detachable day bag. Actually in Osprey Fairview in the female version that is 13 liters. So altogether it's not a massive bag and this bag suits me pretty well and genuinely I am very happy with my choice. I chose this size because I really didn't want to overpack. I knew that if I get an 80 liter bag I'll fill it to the brim and I know for sure I would. That particular bag consists of 40 liter main part which opens like a suitcase which I really like and the smaller detachable bag works really well as a day bag as well. So I planned this journey for nearly a year. It took me this long to create perfect packing list that consisted of everything that traveler would possibly need. The only issue is that Everything the traveler possibly would need will not fit in a 55 liters bag. So when the day came to start packing, I realized that I'm in trouble. There was no way I would fit all those clothes, accessories and bits and bobs in that bag. And I admit my main issue was the clothing. I wanted to have tops, trousers, jumpers for all possible occasions, for all possible weather, but you know, it doesn't work like this. So what did I do? The obvious answer would be to have the clothes, as most travelers would suggest. <laughs> but instead, I have bought another bag. I call it a beginner mistake, so I'm not beating myself up for it anymore. So as I said, instead of leaving certain things behind, I came up with a new brilliant strategy. I decided to keep my detachable bag permanently attached to the main bag for additional space and get one more day bag to be carried at the front. And the bag of choice was North Face Polaris 27 liters. Some travelers, <laughs> seriously, some travelers would take just that one bag with them as a main bag. It was ridiculous. The North Face Bolaris is very impressive. It's a great bag, but I looked and felt like a donkey. After two weeks into my travel, I decided that I could not do this anymore. I could not get on the buses. I constantly needed help with picking up things. It was uncomfortable. Both bags were heavy and Generally, the traveling on public transport was just ridiculous. Uh, I looked and I felt like I am a moving house. So 
just two weeks into my travel, uh, I managed to sell my Bolaris bag for a fraction of the money I paid for it and left few items behind in the hostel for other travelers to enjoy. And that was actually the story for the first month of my travel. I just kept leaving things behind. And yes, it's a waste because I have purchased those things for that travel. But if you do something for the first time, if you've never done it before, you only know the theory you don't really know how it's going to work and what i'm glad about is that i haven't actually put those things in the bin i left them in a hostel for either people that work there or for other travelers that would maybe come after me to enjoy traveling light and comfortably was my main aim as i went on the things stop matter so much and it is crazy because as the time passes, this mentality gets imprinted in me more and more. Now, most of the time, I travel with main part of the bag on my back, uh, which by the way is really comfortable. For comfort reasons, I really recommend this bag. And most of the time that bag gets checked in if I fly. And the small detachable bag is at the front or I have it on my back if I do a day trips. I could probably organize it so the two bags are attached to each other and I would have it all at the back, but because I'm carrying all my electronics, laptop, camera, all quite expensive and valuable things in the small bag, I always carry it at the front just so I have full control over it and I can keep an eye on it. If you are interested in more detailed review of my backpack uh, with all the pictures and links head to my blog Patty's Journey Within in Patty's travel tips section you will find a separate article detailing uh, my long-term travel packing list with all the tips and links to the products included. So what did I actually do with all my stuff? As I mentioned earlier, I was actually planning this trip for a while, so I knew I will eventually have to get rid of all my clutter. Throughout the year leading to my trip, I slowly reduced the number of things I owned. Intentionally, I moved to a much smaller apartment, which was actually just a studio with a tiny kitchen and not much of a storage, just to prevent myself from buying extra stuff and getting rid of the existing instead. So I was forced to minimize my clutter because I simply didn't have enough space for it. I started with selling my big chunky Canon camera together with three lenses that I owned at the time and bought much smaller mirrorless Fuji X-T30, which is just perfect camera for traveling. And while on the topic of photo equipment, I also sold my not very travel-friendly tripod and got a mini tripod instead. Basically, if I was purchasing anything throughout that year, I would always ask myself if this is something I will need for my travels. If the answer was no, I would not buy it. In the meantime, I kept getting rid of all my things. I was on a mission. I sold a lot of my stuff on Facebook Marketplace, like clothes, jackets, kitchen equipment, shelves, guitar, and all sorts of things that a person acquires while stationary and living in one place. 
I gave away a lot of, uh, of my books and clothes and shoes to local charity shops. Things that I didn't really want to get rid of, like good quality hiking gear, boots, sleeping bag, or hiking poles. A few of my favorite books and some winter clothes. Um, I packed it all into two boxes and sent them back home to my sister's house. Obviously, I am aware that um, when I come home to visit, I have to have some clothes to wear and it can get a bit cold in Poland. So obviously, I packed some jackets and winter boots and things like that. But apart from that, I know for a fact that when the day comes to reopen those boxes, I will probably not need majority of them. Maybe apart from the hiking gear and the winter jacket. This has happened to me when I left England and it happened again when I left Spain. I packed boxes full of clothing, shoes, and when I managed to um, reopen them a month later, I didn't actually find too many of those things very suitable. I don't know um, what this is, but somehow every time I move the country, my taste in clothing changes as well. The climate changes and the general need for the items. That's another reason why I'm not totally bothered with having just one bag these days. Clothes come and go, the memories is what really counts. Maybe because I was never this kind of person that owns the same jacket and boots for 20 years. The the clothes I wear are often an indication of my current mood, state of mind and relationship with the surroundings. I will not be going into details as to what clothes exactly are currently packed in my bag, but I would like to give you a few general pieces of advice. I learned it often the hard way myself, so um, maybe I will spare you a couple of mistakes. Firstly, you don't want to be saving money on certain important pieces of clothing. Things like um, your walking shoes or rain jacket, for example. You will use and reuse and wash your clothes. You will use your shoes, jacket, gear relentlessly. Invest in good quality. Those things will last you longer. I learned it the hard way. A couple of poor quality t-shirts I brought with me lasted me two months. A cheap rain jacket didn't withstand the downpour in Madeira. Saying that, you don't need to be spending a fortune either. Just make your research, read reviews and test those items prior your travelling. I bought fantastic pair of trail runners from Decathlon, in fact, which served me really well on daily hikes as well as in the town during colder or wet weather. Yet, I bought them a couple of months before I left, so I had enough time to test them and break into them as well. But don't give up your style or personality completely just because you are travelling full-time. The saying is... If you wouldn't wear it at home, chances are you will not wear it traveling. Only because the particular item of clothing is recommended, it doesn't mean you will wear it. You want to pack clothes that you like and you will wear. You want to feel like you. If you want to take this one flowery dress or pineapple print shirt you love, take it. 
All the clothes I originally packed were very neutral and pretty dull. I ended up buying a couple of tops and floated trousers two months into my journey. I just wanted to feel like me again. And those couple of items did the trick. Another piece of advice, uh, quite important one, that I would like to share with you is please don't pack just in case. The possible things that could happen are endless and there is always a solution um, without you taking with you a whole cupboard of medicine, bulky multi-tool or other things you will not use on a daily basis. Before packing an item, I always ask myself, what would have to happen to me for me to need this thing and how likely it is going to happen? The answer to this question helps me in deciding whether I need it. I bought this super cool multi-tool which I am yet to use and I just drag it with me in my cosmetic bag. It's just because it's too cool to give it away or leave it behind and I'm hoping that maybe one day I will need it. But apart from this one thing, everything else that I pack these days gets used. Another important thing, remember your laundry bag. Whatever clothes you will decide to pack, you will need to wash them. And you don't want your dirty stuff getting mixed up with the clean ones. And the laundry bag will come in very handy for those trips to the laundry. There are two items that I am super proud of myself for buying and for having it with me. One of them is the multi-country plug adapter and also a travel power strip. Those two items are a bit bulky, but they come extremely useful. It is not always easy to charge your items in a hostile environment. The plugs are not always close to you or there is only one in a whole room. And you don't want to be spending the whole day charging all your equipment either. The adapter I have bought has um, USB input, actually three or four, if I remember well. So while I'm plugged in with my laptop, for example, at the same time, I also charge my phone and the power bank. And if you are like me and need an actual chair and table to work from laptop, because I believe all this working from hammock is a total myth. So, so if you are like me and you need a chair and table, you will be very grateful for having a power strip. If you manage to find a comfortable chair and table somewhere in your hostel or in a coffee shop, you will not always have the plug right next to it. So the power strip comes extremely handy and I have used it many times. But apart from all this practical tips and all the pieces of advice I have for you, I would like you to remember that there is no right or wrong. It is your journey and your experience. If someone wants to laugh at you that your back is too big or that you decided to travel with a suitcase or any type of back you fancied, let them. Those things really don't matter. You will gain your own experience, learn your own lessons and eventually find your best setup. 
Packing is not the purpose of travel. The purpose of travel is to travel, to make that decision and just go against fear and against common opinion. Do what makes you happy and the bug, the bug will sort itself out eventually. You will learn so much about yourself and about your needs and priorities while on the road. And while traveling solo, you will very much face yourself. It is easy to meet other travelers. There is so many of us. But there will be days when it will be just you and yourself. So maybe instead of that extra shirt, it's worth packing a good book or a notebook for journaling. I am not a specialist in long-term packing preparation. You will find fantastic minimal packing lists all over the internet. I will not tell you to pack a small bag, two pairs of shoes and three t-shirts. At the end of the day, it is your journey and your trip. But what I really wanted to say to you is to not stress too much about those things. I loved preparing my packing list because I loved anything that had something to do with my coming trip. I literally didn't think about anything else. Gathering all the information and getting my setup and bag ready was part of the journey. Read the packing advice articles and choose what you think would be absolutely essential. Apart from this, just relax. Things can be purchased on the road. Your priorities will change. You will change. Travel is the biggest eye-opener and the best university. Trust me, when you will be traveling to some fantastic parts of the world, you will not be contemplating what's packed in your bag. Travel gives you so much perspective on what really matters. I hope this episode helped you a little bit. As I mentioned, if you would like to read about my personal packing list, you will find it on my website. I hope you are all fired up for your upcoming trip. I know exactly how it feels. For now, I would like to thank you for sticking with me to the end. I hope you have a fantastic week and remember to chase your dreams. Oh, and I see you on the road. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Patty's Journey Within, a travel and personal discovery blog. Please visit pattysjourneywithin.com for all the stories. I would like to treat this podcast as a conversation with you. So please leave a comment, your thoughts and suggestions. I would love to hear from you. You will find links to the blog and all social media in the show notes. Have a great week and I'll speak to you soon.